The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. The horrific murders that took place in late March at a Christian school in Nashville has led to many investigations as to the motive, the means, and the way the killings were carried out. Audrey Hale, age 28, identified as a transgender male going by the name of Aiden. Hale apparently planned the carnage for some time, leaving behind a manifesto which justice officials have refused to release in order to protect the trans agenda. During her planning, she also created detailed maps of the Covenant School and Church building with multiple possible entry points, and it appears the victims were killed at random. The target of the attacks were the church and the school itself, which she had attended as a child. When Hale came out as being a homosexual, her Christian parents refused to accept that, but her parents were apparently in the dark about many things related to their daughter, even though she still lived with her parents at age 28. They were not aware that their daughter identified as transgender. They believed she once owned one gun, but that she had sold it. In reality, she owned seven guns, three of which she used during the attack, and she trained regularly at her local gun range. Her mother said she left home that day with a red bag, but had no idea that guns were inside or what she was planning. But Hale had shared her plans on social media in advance, stating that something very bad was going to happen that day. She had also been posting about suffering from severe depression in the weeks leading up to the attack, and she was being treated for an undisclosed emotional disorder. The killings took place on March 27th, leaving three nine-year-old children and three staff members dead. Hale was also killed by police. Less than a week later, April 1st, the Trans Radicals Activist Network, or TRAN, had planned what they called a Trans Day of Vengeance rally in Washington, D.C. That event was ultimately canceled, with organizers claiming they'd received threats that week. A statement issued by TRAN read, The safety of our trans community is first priority. This threat is the direct result of the flood of raw hatred directed towards the trans community. Thus, the trans community became the victims of the hate crimes, while those killed by Hale had largely been all but forgotten by the mainstream media. We must all understand that transgenderism is a mental disorder, but not just any mental disorder. This one's being force-fed into the minds of our children from the earliest of ages. We are manufacturing mental illness. We're creating psychopaths in the laboratories of our modern American culture. There was a time when sexual predators were not allowed within a thousand yards of a school building, but now schools, both public and private, are inviting them in specifically to indoctrinate and groom children of all ages, even in preschool. Pity the one who would dare to stand against this evil. They'll be labeled as hateful bigots, ostracized from their communities, and sometimes even jailed for daring to stand in the gap to protect children. While I don't believe there's any such thing as a hate crime, since all violent crime is born from a heart filled with hate, hate crimes have become a real thing in our world today, and one can be charged with a hate crime against a wide array of people groups. Attacks on homosexuals, transgenders, non-white people, Muslims, and others are usually always categorized as hate crimes, with added penalties because the haters that perpetrated the crime. 
But there are also several groups that will never qualify as being victims of a hate crime. For example, if you're attacked or even killed because you're a Christian, that could never be considered a hate crime. Likewise, if you're white or a male, or perhaps the most reprehensible of all, a white Christian male, there's no way you could ever be a victim of a hate crime. All other fringe minority groups are automatically considered victims, while white Christian males are always automatically assumed to be the hateful, bigoted, violent aggressors. But in today's upside-down, inside-out, mentally ill society, the madness goes even further. For example, do you know what a TERF is? T-E-R-F is an acronym for Trans-Exclusionary Radical Feminist. This ideology goes all the way back to 2008. Fifteen years later, most have never heard of it, but violence against TERFs is growing. Let me try to explain what it is. A TERF is a female who rejects the idea that men can become women. The transgenders absolutely hate real women. Even radical feminist women, if they're natural-born females, are labeled as TERFs now, and the hatred for them is seething among the trans community. For example, men who pretend they're women and participate in women's sports call the real women TERFs. That's what a TERF is. And if you're what they call a cis female, again, a female who was born as a female and still believes she's a female, and lives as a female, you are extremely hated. You are a TERF. Because you do not accept the mentally deranged idea that men can transform into women. The trans community absolutely hates natural-born women, along with all heterosexuals and those who follow the science of people being one of two never-changing genders, either male or female. As Christians who not only believe God's word, that in the beginning God created us male and female, but also believe in natural science and obvious biology, we are most hated of all, and the trans activists are actively working to program the minds of our children and the rest of us, mind you, to accept, embrace, and celebrate their insanity. Any other opinion on the matter constitutes a hate crime, or today even a thought crime. Make no mistake, the idea of transgenderism is just the next step in the radical, violent, LGBTQP agenda. Now, one might think their ultimate goal is the acceptance and celebration of pedophilia and child sex trafficking. But honestly, there will be no end to the depravity these people can come up with until Jesus himself comes back to judge all the wicked in this world. There will simply be no level of wickedness that they'll not try to force upon us until God himself puts a stop to it. While most internet searches will state that sodomites and transgenders are disproportionately attacked because of their sexual depravities, and thus the need for a so-called trans day of vengeance, the truth is actually out there if you put the time and effort into an investigation. Here's what I discovered. Transgender people are no more likely to be attacked than the rest of the population, and in fact they're far more likely to carry out violent crimes, including murder. Some of the worst serial killers in criminal history have been transgenders. But because of the skewed, slanted, and twisted so-called reporting by our lying mainstream news media, you would never know that unless you researched it yourself. If you go to the website infogalactic.com and search for crimes committed by transgender people, you will be astonished. And lest you think this is some radical right-wing website pushing disinformation, all their research is backed up with an enormous number of footnotes and sources. This source details 84 crimes committed by homosexuals and transgenders, and at the outset they admit that it's an incomplete list. There are many more. 
The violence these individuals have done is too disturbing and graphic for me to share with you here, but I've given you the source if you want to look into it. And I do urge you to educate yourself with the information on the website I shared with you. But be aware that the Colorado Spring shooter identified as non-binary. The Denver shooter identified as trans. The Aberdeen shooter identified as trans. And now we have the killings at the Christian school in Nashville by a trans brainwashed person. As Christ followers, we must understand that we have now been named specifically as the targets of the LGBTQP and transgender movements. It's open season on Christians, and especially on white Christian males. But all heterosexual people have now been declared as the oppressors, and all the sexually confused are the victims, regardless of what they do and regardless of the facts. Now, I'm not saying that all who have been caught in this web are criminals. Many, especially the young people, are indeed innocent victims of this sadistic programming taking place, and they need to be rescued, not condemned. True Christ followers are the only ones able to rescue them, but sadly there isn't one out of a hundred pastors in this country that will even discuss the subject. So it's up to us individually. Our kids and people of all ages are being intensely brainwashed into this mental illness in every area of our culture, from our public schools to our public libraries, pop music, Hollywood movies, social media, sports teams, and just about every major corporation you can name is funding this. We're actually manufacturing mental illness. In addition to the programming and brainwashing, most homosexuals and transgenders are also on a myriad of pharmaceutical drugs further destroying their minds, bodies, and souls. Cities and towns across the globe are hosting massive pride parades for all ages, and children are always catered to at these events as the brainwashing goes even deeper. Clueless parents are even taking their own children to these things and encouraging their participation with the brightly colored rainbow balloons, even as near-naked men and women gyrate seductively in front of young eyes just a few feet away. And in case you're not aware, the president of the American Library Association is also an open-practicing lesbian. So do you think we'll be seeing more or fewer drag queen story times in our public libraries? Do you think we'll be seeing more or fewer books that depict sexual deviancy and are written for children? I have described before my experiences doing street ministry at one of the country's largest pride parades with a half million people in attendance. I can tell you that mental illness and the worst perversion you can imagine reign supreme at these events. Children are exploited and violence against Christians is celebrated just as much as the sexual debauchery that is everywhere, even by police. Christians being brutalized by sodomites is just as entertaining to the police officers as the sexual deviancy they're protecting and promoting. We're dealing with manufactured mental illness and violence, and it's all being foisted upon us by our so-called leaders under the guise of diversity and inclusion. We as Christians have now been openly declared the enemies of the state and enemies of the sodomite regime, and now they're openly calling for widespread vengeance against us. Understand what the enemy is doing and prepare to respond accordingly as Jesus would. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 392. 
This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.